0: You're listening to the audio podcast of the weekly message preached during the online worship service of Central United Methodist Church. We are located in Arlington, Virginia. You're invited to join us for our live worship experience through Facebook or Zoom every Sunday at 10.30 a.m. Visit www.cumcballston.org for details. There you can also learn more about our congregation where we worship God, serve others, and embrace all. Psalm reading, Psalm 147, verses 1 through 11 and 20 C. Luke and Psalter translation. Alleluia! How good it is to praise our God! How pleasant and how fitting to sing God's praise! Adonai rebuilds Jerusalem and gathers Israel's exiles. God heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. God knows the number of the stars, and calls each one by name great is adonai and mighty in power there is no limit to god's wisdom adonai lifts up the oppressed and casts the corrupt to the ground sing to our god with thanksgiving sing praise with the harp to our god who covers the heavens with clouds who provides rain for the earth who makes grass sprout on the mountains and herbs for the service of the people, who gives food to the cattle and to the young ravens when they cry. God does not thrill to the strength of the horse or revel in the fleetness of humans. Adonai delights in those who worship with reverence and put their hope in divine love. Alleluia. The Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God.
1: Adonai delights in those who worship with reverence and put their hope in divine love. And put their hope in divine love. I'm going to admit that I've had a hard time figuring out exactly what hope is for me as a Christian, in particular, as a United Methodist. We use the word hope when we're facing uncertainty. And we don't know what will happen, but we earnestly want something particular to happen. We don't hope for what we already have or for when we've already arrived. We hope for what we've not yet received. And that's why I say there's no hope in heaven. Those in heaven have received the reward they've hoped for. And that's also why I believe Dante put those words over the gate to hell in his divine comedy. Remember them? Abandon all hope, you who enter here. Those in hell have received the reward they've worked for. I've been thinking a lot about hope lately during this COVID time, during this time of economic hardship, during this time of Black Lives Matter, during this time of political unrest strengthened by lies and violence. Yeah, I've been thinking a lot about hope lately, where to find it. Hope's an important word. As I shared with the children, the three acts of being a Christian are faith, hope, and love. Hope's right up there with faith and love. Hope just can't mean as a stand-in for saying we're going to make a wish. Like, I hope it stops raining tomorrow, or I wish my neighbor would stop playing his drums. Whatever it means, hope has got to mean more than a wish. Hope certainly meant more than that to our psalmist, Psalm 147 was written as a prayer in praise and thanksgiving to God by a people returning to Jerusalem after 70 years of exile in Babylon. Listen to the words. Adonai rebuilds Jerusalem and gathers Israel's exiles. God heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. The hope the psalmist praises, those who put their hope in divine love, the words he uses is a hope that's a lot stronger than a wish. It was a hope that lasted for 70 years, passed down from parent to child in that exile. And it meant more than a wish to the Apostle Paul when he wrote to the Ephesians. He told them to remember that at one time, you Gentiles by birth called the uncircumcision, by those who are called the circumcision, a physical circumcision made in the flesh by human hands. Remember that you were at that time without Christ, being aliens from the Commonwealth of Israel and strangers to the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. Paul is telling these people that with Christ, they have the freedom to choose, and with that, the freedom to have the hope of salvation in Christ. For Paul, hope means there can be a choice. That makes sense. Rabbi Jonathan Sachs, the former chief rabbi of England, writes that in hope cultures, we are the agents. We choose. All depends on what we decide and then And that, what we decide, can't be known in advance. This is what Rabbi Sachs calls the redemptive birth of hope. I think it's what the writer of the letter to the Hebrews was writing about when he spoke of relying on the promises of God, in which it's impossible that God would prove false. We who have taken refuge might be strongly encouraged to seize the hope set before us. We have this hope. A sure and steadfast anchor of the soul, a hope that enters the inner shrine behind the curtain where Jesus, a forerunner on our behalf, has entered, having become a high priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. The letter to the Hebrews is a letter of hope, of hope of following Jesus. The hope hope is in God's promises to us of love and forgiveness when we choose to follow Christ. We have hope because we can choose salvation. And this human act of choosing means something very special. It means that in faith and hope and love, hope holds a privileged place. You see, we're gifted with faith by the grace of God and we're blessed by love. And with that, that, we're empowered to love by the grace of God. But God does not hope nor does God grace us to hope. Only we humans hope. And we do that with our own choices. Hope happens when, like our psalmist, we are exiled with a faith that leads us to hope for our return. Hope happens when, like Jeannie and Pat, we step out in faith to find not only those winter coats, but to find the person who needs that winter coat. I've been thinking a lot about hope lately. One reason I've been thinking about hope lately comes from our Virginia conference's current efforts to address racism in our conference. Lent is coming up in a few weeks and Pastor Sarah and I will be, have a lot more to say about our conference effort against racism during our Lenten time. February is Black History Month. So you can get a head start by following the many programs now available for this month. In the meantime, as part of our conference effort, I've been doing some reading on our Methodist history, and there's a lot there not to be proud of. There have been Black Methodists since 1758, but you hardly know that from our denomination. Indeed, United Methodist denomination is accounted as the whitest denomination in the United States. Now, that may surprise some of you. But when you look at our denomination through the United States and the Virginia Conference, it's quite true. An exile for 70 years was bad enough. Our black brothers and sisters have effectively been exiled for something like 225 years. Since 1792, when Richard Allen, a black man, was forced to leave St. George's Methodist Church in Philadelphia for having the temerity to kneel to pray with his fellow white Methodists. I just got done reading a book called I'm Black, I'm Christian, and I'm Methodist. It's a collection of 10 essays by Black men and women who are Methodists, and each essay tells a deeply personal story of hope. Their stories are about a hope in a denomination that can someday, they hope, become truly Christian. I have to admit that after reading their stories, I'm deeply moved that they can continue to have that hope. Hope happens when our Black brothers and sisters remain as United Methodists in spite of a cruel history of treating them as second-class members or worse. Whether the hope of those Black Methodists will be borne out won't be up to them. It will be up to us, the white members of our denomination. We started the service with some questions. What is hope? How is hope different from a wish? How is hope different from faith? How often do we hope for something or for someone? For me, the answer to these questions comes down to this. Faith and love are God's gift to us. Hope is our gift back to God and our gift to each other.
0: Amen.